Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We created this podcast because we believe that no matter what, every person has the love and help of angels, God's messengers. Angels are everywhere, if we are willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, is all about. Visit us at theglitchmovie.com and sign up for our newsletter about our future filming here in New Orleans. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who is devoted to helping us make that divine connection. Carrie Marie Bush is a published author and angel card reader from Surrey, England. She is a mother of three children and has a qualification in childcare. Carrie's passion about children's emotional well-being inspired her to connect with her angels and write her books to encourage children to believe in their abilities and to gently introduce them to the powerful archangels. Carrie Bush, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Carrie, you live in Surrey. You live in the countryside of England. You have three beautiful children, and you were inspired by one of your children, by Jody, and we're going to talk about that. You've created an incredible magical series of 15 archangel books to for children. And now you are creating a series about unicorns. And I am so, I'm just so inspired that you've taken this, this just, this real personal experience from your life and created something so profound that is now out into, going out into the world. Let's talk about your inspiration for your Archangel series. Yes, sure. So my inspiration is most definitely my daughter. She's my middle child. Um, She was diagnosed with cerebral palsy at one and a half. Um, Cerebral palsy is a disability that affects uh, muscle tone and movement. So she has difficulty with walking because her leg muscles are quite tight. So um, she was diagnosed at one and a half and it was a really hard time, obviously, as being a parent, anyone could imagine. Yeah. Um, the, the kind of what they said about her for her future was very bleak, really. They was unsure whether she'd ever walk. They thought she may be in a wheelchair forever, mm. um, unsure whether she'd ever crawl, um, make any milestones. So it was kind of a really difficult time. Um, and I... I sort of went along with the doctors for a while and sort of got myself upset, worried about my daughter's future. And then one day I was talking with my mum and she said, you know, why don't you just see what Jodie does, you know, rather than go by what the doctors are saying, that's that's her future mapped out. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. So we did. From that day on, me and my husband was like, right, we're just going to see what Jodie does And boy, did she blow us away. She did so many things. She reached all her milestones a little bit later um, than she should have. But she got there and she did it in her own way. Mm. Um, She just did amazing. And Mm. she had such a wonderful spirit. Um, She she didn't like help from anyone. She was just such a wonderful spirit 
gifted girl and then sort of over some time as she grew she went through a lot of operations um, that were needed on her legs and as she grew I started to see that her confidence she was losing her confidence the older she was getting and the more school years she was going through she was losing her confidence and she was her self-belief had gone she wasn't feeling great about herself she kept saying why me and what you know why do I have to struggle with this yeah. And it, it just got really bad and I could see it gradually happen. And I was talking to her, trying to build her up. And I was just felt quite hopeless, really. Yeah. So yeah. it got to a point where she was really not enjoying school at all. And she was finding it really difficult. And I did, me and my husband decided to we were going to homeschool her. Yeah. She was about 13 by now. Ah. So we took her out of school and... um I decided that we would do all the work that needed to be done. But I spoke to her and said, as along with the work, we were going to be talking about trying to get her confidence back up. Mm. So we started to talk about angels and who she could connect with, who she could ask. We ah. started to talk about self-healing. Okay, so now, now that begs the question, how did you know? That it was time to bring the angels in. How, what was your relationship with angels at that moment? Okay, well, at that moment, my relationship with angels was very, very strong. Hmm. Um, That had come um, 10 years ago. I lost my mum. And as I was just saying, she she was such a support to us. Um, so oh. it just was such a dreadful time to not have her in my life. Oh. And that's when I opened up to the angels. It, as I lost her, I was grieving so badly. I, I thought I was trying to help my children grieve because they were struggling. I was trying to get myself through that time. And really strange things kept happening. I kept feeling my mum around and I kept thinking at first, oh, I'm sure I just smelt my mum or felt my mum. No, no. And then all these things kept happening. I kept seeing sparkles in the room. I kept seeing angel colours. If I closed my eyes, I could see angel colours. It would go from like bright purple to pink to Mm. blues to greens. But I didn't understand any of it. I didn't understand what it was. With the angel colours, I even went to the optician and said like, you know, are my eyes okay? And they did an eye check. And I explained about the colours and he did an eye check and he said to me, it's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with your eyes. So I don't know why you're experiencing the colors. Mm-hmm. And I was at that time, I, because I think I was spiritually awakened. I was, I was without realizing it, the angels were drawing me to read so many books, find out so much information. And a couple of days after visiting the optician, I opened up one of the books that I was reading and it said about angel colors. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that is exactly what I'm experiencing. Yeah. It was yeah. amazing. So, yeah. yeah, I was having a lot of changes opening up um, at that time. So by the time um, my daughter, we decided to homeschool her, mm-hmm. I I was already on my awakening journey with the angels. Mm. Oh, that's just beautiful. Back to the confidence, back to... Helping Jody understand about angels. Is that how you wrote your first book? Yeah, well, I was homeschooling her, so I had a lot more time on my hands. Um, so 
when she was get busy doing her work because she would just get on with her schoolwork when it came to time to do that, mm. I would sit in the kitchen and I and I'd already had the angels um were connecting to me through my sleeping dreams. Oh. So I would go to bed at night and I would wake up. It was almost like I was being woken up and I could remember my dreams so vividly. Uh-huh. And often it was instructions for things or ideas for things. So once I'd worked out what was happening, I made sure I got myself a notebook next to my bed. Mm. And anytime I got any of this stuff, I'd write it down. And actually the books came to me from the dream, from a dream from the angels. And I'd already wrote little notes, children's books, because at the time I was talking to my daughter so much about the angels and my two boys too. We were, I was kind of including them in it because my awakening had been so powerful. I wanted my children involved in this life. I wanted them to know everything I knew. I was really passionate about that, that I wanted them to be on this special journey alongside me and know that, you know, things can be a, so much easier with your connections to angels. Ah, okay. So, so that's, I'd already included yes. my boys in it because I've got two boys as well. Oh. And so so this had already come to me in a dream. And, and at the time I was talking to Jodie about angels and I was looking online and I was thinking there's there's not too much out there for children, like considering the amount of books that were out there when I needed them. I, I had so many options available to me yes but I was looking for the children's books and and I remember thinking in the day oh oh there's not not really much out here okay I'll just carry on talking to her with what I've learned from the books and my awakening journey Mm -hmm. and that's when it come to me in the night so I'd already made a note of that children's books archangels Mm -hmm. um need to be out there so I'd already put that down from the message I'd received from my dream oh so while working, wow. I just thought I'm gonna I'm just gonna start doing this. <sighs> and then something really amazing happened that I didn't know that I I could even do. But I sat down for the first book and I, I chose the Archangel that I was gonna go with first. I was really drawn that it had to be Archangel Michael first. Mm. Um so I was. I thought I must include like the colours, the signs that the child could expect to see, um, what area he could help with in their life, and make my story around that. And I and I was. I knew it was really important from the messages I'd received from the angels yes. that it must be a gentle, magical story, so that the ch- uh, so that children could easily connect to it. Yes. So I I got my pen and paper, and. I wrote the story in about five minutes. Oh, I couldn't believe it. My. The pen didn't leave the paper. And I thought after, I'd, I haven't, I don't feel like I've wrote that. I feel like that's been written through me. Sure. And I hadn't even heard of like automated writing or anything then. <sighs> so it was like I was, I was on, still on this journey myself of like finding so many powerful things out. It wow. was amazing. Let's talk about the difference it makes in a child's life, heart, behavior, everything. What happens when children can start to acknowledge and work with angels? Well, I think because all children are born uh, naturally gifted and naturally spiritual, um, they all have that in them. And then sadly, sometimes uh, through when they 
start their schooling and depending on the life they're leading, that can that can be lost. So I do believe that when children are drawn to pick up one of the Archangel books, I just believe it's information that they've already known. Ah. It's and and that it just is is like a light bulb moment in their head. I think that with children, especially when they're young, they're like little sponges, aren't they? And they mm. they just love information. They're they're open to everything. They're non judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're just open to all possibilities. So I think um, when they read the book that they're drawn to about the archangel, it, it allows them to help to talk to that angel, to know that there's help out there. They may connect with um, the the story, the issue in the book, because I've, I've tried to make sure that each story follows an issue that's quite current in most children's lives. For example, um, what are the issues? Uh, anxiety, the loss from a pet, um, ah. which could obviously link into losing um, a relative. But I yeah. thought it's more gentle maybe from doing it from a pet and sure. introducing to Archangel Azriel, who helps um, souls pass over. Um, yeah, anxiety, friendship issues, mm. Um, mm. Y- you know, just various, various different issues. Healing with Archangel Raphael. <laughs> just so that they know what they can be asking for and which angel and what color to to look out for so that if they start have a deep connection to this that they'll they'll if they start seeing the color of emerald green that they'll connect oh wow that's archangel raphael and then at the back of each of my book each book is um my angel wishes and it's it's one to ten and it allows them after they've read the book that they can um, write their own wishes down, which I thought was a nice little touch to to get them, you know, connected to the magic of it because it it does create a magical life, you know. Mm-hmm. Being connected to the angels just is such a wonderful experience, and children love the magic. They embrace the magic of life anyway before, you know, they they get older and then sometimes we get stressed as adults and and that magic goes for some people because it's difficult times isn't it if you have the angels to connect with even as an adult you can change your life and I'm just trying to um I'm just trying to help children keep that magic back to this you're inspired to start this amazing series you're creating it's flowing through you and then you are reading it to Jody. Yeah, she was, well, she was, because she was 13, she was kind of reading them and helping me with them and saying, oh, oh, yeah, I wow. think that would be really good. I think they'd really connect with that. That's a really nice way of saying it. And she was even saying to me on a couple of them, oh, I would take that bit out and maybe add this. So she was really creative with me, which I loved because obviously it was from a child's point of view and a child that had recently connected with angels. It was all quite, you know, she was opening up to it. It was all quite new to her. Oh. I mean, you know, at the time, as we move on to where we are today, all three of my children are use it all the time. Like if something goes missing in the house, they'll be like, well, they'll ask Archangel Shamuel. And then they'll still say to me, oh, mum, look, I found it straight away. 
the idea how I'd focus it around and I, I got my pen and paper again and the same things happened as the archangels I just feel like the angels wrote through me mm-hmm. they as if this book needs to be out mm-hmm. mm. now tell me about unicorns why 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 are, why are children especially and i'm going to say is it true is it true in your world that it's mostly female children that are drawn to unicorns or is that not true I'd say that's true, but I'd say that's beginning to change. Uh-huh. I made sure in my book that I, it follows the, the the story follows two best unicorn friends, Luna and Milo. Mm. So it's a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe it's changing. I do believe it, it's not becoming so so, so girl based. Obviously, for, for in here in the UK, I, it is mainly attracted to girls still but I do believe that's changing and I hope that my book can appeal to both sexes is is my my goal that will be wonderful Mm -hmm. but I just think children connect so well to unicorns because they're such powerful beings Mm -hmm. the energy from unicorns is so amazing and the the powers that they naturally possess with like their healing abilities and things I just think people are 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 starting to connect to the energy of unicorns and rather than seeing them as just fictional Mm -hmm. that there are unicorn beings that are people's guides I I just think people are beginning to feel that and I feel that children where they still stay so connected for so long even if they don't realize it I feel that's why they're drawn to these things Because the unicorn is a magical being that can heal, that can fly. Uh, what what are all the things a unicorn can do? Well, like they um, they have a lot of power with the moon that get, that kind of recharges their mm. their power mm. and their energy. Mm. They can heal wounds with their horns. They can heal um, everything around them. They they can kind of keep the energy in nature all healed and um, yeah they can fly so there's mm-hmm. lots of things that they can do they're very powerful so as a lot of adults are experiencing now a lot of people are co- connecting to the unicorn realm for for this amazing energy and power and a lot of people are finding that unicorn is one of their guides I think it's becoming quite a, a, a sort of newish thing in a way. Um, but it's it, powerful, very powerful. Mm. Mm. That's beautiful. Because, I, of course, when I think of a horse, I mean, what an incredible animal that allows us so to be so close and in fact to ride it dial that you know, um, you know, half a ton of or, or a ton of muscle, you know, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe half a ton. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know how heavy, but I have always, always loved, uh, horses are amazing and, and unicorns. You know, there is all of these uh, archetypes that are out there in the children's culture as well. And they are positive archetypes, Polly Pocket and the unicorns that are out there. And, but more to have, we, absolutely must have more 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 entertainment and education that is for that is in the light that brings the light 
Yeah, that reinforces the light and empowers our children to be good people, to live good lives, to see the goodness in others, to believe in their own goodness. It's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, that's it, because they're our next generation and they're, you know, a lot of the children are are light workers and they're going to be making big changes in this world as they get older. It's amazing. Where are we going to find your book? Where do we buy it? It's on, they're on Amazon at the moment. Amazon. Great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. The whole series is on Amazon, uh, and on Carrie M. Bush. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All under Carrie M. Bush. And that's all the Archangel books and the unicorn book. And I, I've got the second unicorn book. Hopefully it's coming out in the next couple of days. So it'll be available very soon. That's beautiful. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. You know, for a mom of three children (laughs) and one of whom, you know, has extra challenges, you, you are incredibly productive. And I really want to congratulate you for that. Now, what can we look for in your future? What would you like to, to do? Are you going to do some public readings? Are you, doing anything in your neighborhood so we can meet you what's next yeah well I'm 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 planning for the future I'd really love to give workshops I'd love to do workshops for parents and children Mm. um and to open up to the angels great because as I was saying earlier my uh, spiritually awakening journey was really hard and really lonely when I'd lost my mum um I didn't know anyone who was spiritual I couldn't ask anybody like what why am I feeling this why is this happening so it was really lonely I had to find out all the information myself through books and through the internet and I would just love to do workshops to to help people to help adults and children anyone who's spiritually awakening anybody who doesn't has lots of questions because I just feel that when it it was so tough and lonely for me I'd just love to give back like that so that somebody doesn't have to feel so alone so yeah hopefully workshops one day I've got more books coming out I've got lots and lots of stuff in this notebook that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger for my messages I'm getting so I've got really exciting stuff that I know is not for now but it's for the future that my angels have given me so I keep it all written down and when the time's right I'll be kind of lots of exciting stuff ahead for me. I do need to mention that you are an angel card reader. Yes, that's right. Tell me, how does that work in your life? Is it one? Is it person to person? Do you do it long distance? How do you do that? Okay, so I do it from home, and I do it in all sorts of ways. I do it. I I do a lot of readings uh, worldwide. I do it that by via the phone or via email I I have people come to my house not so much come to my house they're more on the phone or email mm-hmm. um I don't particularly advertise but I have a I have a page on Facebook Carrie M. Bush where I share cards of the day affirmations of the day oh. just positivity really mm. and a lot of people connect to me mm-hmm. and are guided to ask me if I do readings through there so it's it's amazing I make yes. all these connections and and I just know that the angels have drawn that person to me <laughs> so I, I don't really like to advertise as such I just think 
if somebody needs a reading, they'll just be drawn to me. The angels will bring them to me. And it's beautiful. You have a beautiful eye. You really are oh, such an you. artist. You're welcome. I mean, look, you know, I don't know. It's like 6,000 people. You, that's, a, you know, I'm, I love that there are people who are now like connecting with each other visually and you're offering this and it goes out. It ripples out. It ripples yeah. out into the world. Well, I just feel like that's, that's part of my path just to spread the love and light and give back. You know, mm-hmm. I do feel blessed to and so grateful to be on the right path for me that I know is my life purpose. Oh, yes. So, Carrie, at this point, I have, um, always invite my interviewees to take the last five to 10 minutes to just take a deep breath and then say whatever you want to say about whatever you want to talk about. I mean, generally, I'm going to just say when you can, when we've been able to kind of look at what's going on in the world and why this is so important. Yes. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Go for it. Okay, so um, I think I touched earlier on when I was talking about losing my mum, but I actually lost my dad as well um, the beginning of this year, which was a shock because it was very unexpected and he was very young still. But um, one thing out of this hard time that that we've all learned as a family from from my, my dad's passing, he left me a lot of messages um, that were very profound and talking about love. And as a family, we kind of, re- they've comforted us so much to be left with these messages of love. But it's kind of made me see that we're just, we're born to love. When we die, we'd continue to love. And it, it's such a, a, powerful emotion is love that I just feel my dad's passing has just taught me life is just about love giving love receiving love and it's just a precious gift and we're so blessed to be alive and you know to be living in this wonderful world and as much love and light as we can put into the world is just fantastic because that's where we're going to change things so I just I just think believing in yourself just love life and share your gifts because everybody has gifts to share and I'm just believe life is such a miracle and you know to find your life purpose and help other people is just such a blessing. And yeah, so for my dad's passing, it's just a lovely feeling. We all feel protected. We just feel loved. We feel spiritually connected to him. And it's just made us know as a family that there are just no endings. There's just a new connection. The love stays exactly the same. And we just then have a new uh, connection with our loved ones so it's amazing and we celebrate my dad every single day as well as my mum we feel blessed that they're back together um you know where they should be in each other's arms and yeah he's on his new journey and you know we as hard as it is for us we know that he passed at the right time for him and it's it's lovely 
for my children to be able to see that as much as they would love to have their granddad back and as much as they miss him, that actually death is a beautiful experience. There's a lot of fear around death and it's it's lovely to to know that actually my children can see that is actually a beautiful experience because the connections they still have with their granddad we feel his energy around as well as my mom um we we see him we feel him we smell him so it's just it's just magical it's lovely so it, it it's like in a time of pain and upset you can find something quite beautiful out of that too so yeah I'd say from the where we are now in our lives me and my family um we're just noticing all the little things in life that maybe we didn't quite always notice before we'll stop and smell the flowers we're noticing the the trees blowing in the wind and we just feel blessed to have these connections so um yeah, I count my blessings every single day and I'm very, very thankful. Carrie, that was so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you benefited from this show, please, for heaven's sake, share it. If you want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash podcast guests. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.